The podcast that you are about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit LowTreeStudios.com. Hello, Weekly Dosers, and welcome in to the Weekly Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is Friday, May 1st. Let's start your weekend. How are you, everybody? How you doing? You doing good? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Busy, busy day for me. Uh, Never thought I'd ever be a website builder, but that's what I am. I'm building the website for Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm having a good time doing it, actually. So it's kind of fun what what I'm doing, kind of like I did with podcasting. I would listen to a lot of the major podcasts that were out there, and I would do everything I could to sort of match their sound to try to try to have pro level sound uh, with not pro level budget in the in the very beginning. Of course, we've invested later on, but it's still not the level of what the pros have, right? So I really worked on trying to have my sound as good as the pros you know, but doing it out of your own home studio. And that's what I'm doing with the website. I'm checking out some of the other really big networks and trying to do what I can to model their their style a little bit. And it's really fun to use the web builder that Wix has to build a really fun and cool website. And I think I'm accomplishing that. So I did that for most of the day, added a new podcast to the network, friend of mine, Jonesy. Uh, he's from the podcast Weird AF News, and he also was on the Unscripted Narrative podcast. We interviewed him. It was a great interview, one of my favorite interviews, where he talks about comedy and all the stuff that he is doing in the world of comedy and the world of podcasting. So uh, Jonesy from Weird AF News is now part of Low Tree Studio, so go check that out. And the site is coming along really, really nicely. If you haven't visited lately, and I get it, podcasting is one of those things where you you don't really go visit a website, right? You're listening on your favorite podcatcher, but trust me, folks, our website is becoming really, really fun to explore, and it's becoming a place where you can listen to the podcast right there and not really have to leave. Stick with your favorite podcatcher. I get that. But definitely spend some time exploring the site because it's uh, it's it's got some cool, some cool features to it. So we're digging that. Uh, and that's it. Let's get started, right? Let's get started with this podcast. I want to, I want to mention something though. I had for the first time, I had some cauliflower, uh, dough pizza today. Mindy got it for me. It's made by California pizza kitchen. You can get it at the local market or at Walmart or wherever they sell California pizza kitchens, uh, pizzas. And, uh, it was really good. I liked it a lot. I did something for the first time ever. And I don't know if it's something you would ever do, but try it maybe. Uh, I put pickles, dill pickles, kosher dill pickles on my pizza. Now, I will say it was very good. It did make it a little bit salty, but uh, it was very, very tasty. So try it. Live a little. I I don't know anybody who's ever done that, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Let's get into the content here. The maker of Durex condoms has said sales have fallen as the coronavirus lockdown is having a toll on the number of intimate occasions across the world. Of course it is. And once the lockdowns are east, there are concerns of a global condom shortage because strict lockdown rules in Malaysia, one of the world's top rubber producers and a major source of condoms, had made it difficult for condom factories to operate. 
Carex, the world's largest condom producer, which makes one in five of all condoms, wow, that's a lot, has warned of a global condom shortage after closing three of its factories. You know what that means. More babies. More babies uh, or kids. Close your ears for a minute. Uh, or more pullout game, right? It's more babies or just more skill, you know, not, you know, if we don't need to go there, do we? Right? We try to keep it clean on this podcast. It's hard for me to do that, by the way. Uh, I just said pullout game. I went there. Um, so, again, kids, this is, there's no cussing. Said it last week when I was talking about the, the sh- show my titties uh, segment there. Uh, but, yeah, no condoms means lots of babies. Lots of babies. All right. A survey says men and women aren't in sync in the bedroom. Speaking of babies, when it comes to the uh, optimum time, men feel most frisky between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. in the morning. Whoa. Well, women are feeling the love way into the night between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m. That's late. None of these times are ideal for me. I mean, if this is the times, then for me, it's weekends. <laughs> That's the only time, right? Uh, first of all, I'm already at work at 6 a.m. <laughs> and I'm definitely in bed by 11 p.m. And so is my wife. But me, I've never been a morning. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I've done it in the morning. <clears throat> We've done it in the morning, but I've never been a morning, uh, you know, love maker. But, you know, the main reason why is uh, bad breath. I don't want to have to get up, you know, have a pee, brush my teeth, and then come back. And it takes all the spontaneity out of it, if you ask me. Moving on here. And the percentages of those who enjoy getting it on during the others, the other gender's preferred window are similarly low, uh, with just 16% of men wanting sex before falling asleep for the night, uh, and a mere 11% of women wanting to take care of business as soon as the alarm goes off. Uh, I'm a, I must be just totally different from the the guys in this survey. I I I don't mind having a you know a good romp before bed because then I'm sleepy and I sleep really good. You know I can't imagine waking up having a romp and then I want to go back to bed and what then what then what it's time to start the day. You know what I mean. Uh, all right, let's get moving on here. Uh, want to live to 100? Well, a study suggests you get 10 hours of sleep a night if you want to live to a 100. In the study, researchers found that people who reached 100 are three times more likely to spend at least 10 hours uh, a night in bed. Well, <laughs> that's funny, right? We can really think about that. If you, if you only sleep six hours of sleep, uh, six hours at night, six hours of sleep at night, I should say, then you're enjoying more of your day, right? If you sleep 10 hours at night, then you're enjoying less of your day. So you're a lot, you're, you're awake more time, more hours. If you add that up through the totality of your life. So this totally makes sense. If you're sleeping and resting, you're, there's less risk. There's, uh, I can, and first of all, who's sleeping 10 hours a night? Tell me who's doing that. I don't know anybody. Definitely, I'm not one. The study involved analysis of data from 2005, from a 2005 Chinese survey. Maybe they're sleeping that much. A study 
suggests that there may be a perfect salary for achieving personal fulfillment. How about this? The idea was to figure out at which salary range adults were best able to happily manage their work-life balance. Putting a number on that sort of thing is difficult, but the researchers managed to manage the trick nonetheless. The study concluded that happiness will cost about $95,000 annually. Researchers were careful to note that this figure applies only to individuals and attempts to measure happiness over the course of a person's entire life. Day-to-day happiness seems to cost less. Still, the findings are a bit concerning, given that the average American household only takes in about $65,000 annually. That's not very much. That's a whole household. That's not just one person. That's not very much at all. It really isn't. Speaking of household incomes and money, did you receive your stimulus check yet? A bunch of people did. The Treasury Department says it is working on a plan to retrieve 1200 economic impact payments that were $1,200 economic impact payments that were accidentally sent to dead people. Currently, tens of millions of people who are very much alive are still waiting for their payments. There have been dozens, if not hundreds, of reports of people receiving money meant for their deceased relatives. One deceased woman in Connecticut's check uh, was even labeled D-E-C-D for deceased. She got her money before you did. How you feel about that? She's, she can't even spend it. And you're still waiting for yours. Wow. The U.S. marriage rate fell to its lowest level on record in 2018. Federal states released Wednesday's show. Uh, New figures from the National Center for Health Statistics reveal the nationwide marriage rate fell 6% from 2017 to 2018. It's the lowest rate since the U.S. government started tracking such data in 1867. Researchers say there's no clear reason for the decline, and it's ex- it's expected uh, the ongoing coronavirus pandemic to further drive down the number of Americans getting hitched. Well, of course, no one's getting married right now in these last couple months. You can't. It's illegal. You can't touch. So, of course, that's happening. Uh, but weird that people less people are getting married. Is it smart? I don't know. I like being married, so and I don't really see a downfall to being married. Uh, I just don't see it, but I definitely have seen, uh, I've, I've witnessed bad marriages. Trust me. I, I know what a bad marriage looks like and can definitely say you shouldn't be married, but why are people getting less people getting married? That's a, that's an interesting question. And here's some other things that, uh, that, that, you know, now that you didn't know yesterday. Okay. The, that didn't, that didn't correlate, did it? You know, you're just trying to segue here. All right. Back off me. I'm just trying to find a segue here, and I'm not talking about that thing that the you know security guards ride around in the mall. I'm talking about a transition between one topic to another. Okay? Anyway, these are things you didn't know yesterday. The word in the English language... Mm, no word. Wow. It's late, guys. Forgive me. Uh, no, I know you do, right? I know all of you forgive me. You're like, oh, it's Jason. He can't. He can't read. Uh, but it is. It's been a long day, man. I've been uh, working hard, working hard in this studio. No word in the English language rhymes with month. Try it. You're not going to find it. I didn't try it, but I believe them. And I'm not going to try it. There are one million ants for every person in the world. One million, one million 
per every person. That's a lot of ants. Uh, more money is spent in gardening than any other hobby. Oh, that's interesting. Those are more expensive hobbies. But I guess uh, collectively, more people are, are gardening. Because I imagine like a, a hobby of collecting expensive cars would be pretty, pretty, pretty expensive. Uh, the average person falls asleep in seven minutes. Me, man, it's like 30 minutes, maybe 45 sometimes. The human brain is 80% water. How about that? Walt Disney was afraid of mice. I heard also uh, Joe Exotic was afraid of tigers and lions. Afraid of them. Heard that as well. Men get hiccups more often than women. Uh, there are 336 dimples on a regulation golf ball. I've heard that one before. The average person has over 1,460 dreams a year. That's a lot. I had weird ones last night. Weird dreams. There are approximately 50 Bibles sold each minute across the world. 50 Bibles sold each minute. Wow. Uh, you can, uh, oh, a can of spam is opened every four seconds. Are these, are these accurate numbers? People are still eating spam? I mean, I don't even open my spam email. <laughs> let alone a can of spam. All right. Uh, go Mother's Day shopping at the hardware store. And here's why. You should go, sh go shopping at the hardware store. 85% of women surveyed have been or expect to be solely responsible for a home at some point in their lives. 85%. That's a pretty high percentage. 53% surveyed say they are responsible for basic household maintenance and repair either on their own or in conjunction with their spouse. 53%. That's true in my house. Uh, Mindy does a lot, a lot around this house. Uh, she she enjoys it. I don't think she enjoys all of it. I'm sure she'd like my help with more of it. Um, but she does a lot. Very, 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 very proud of her. Very crafty, very industrious lady. 75% of women say they do more home projects themselves than they did five years ago. What does that mean? Men are just helping less? Look, hey, I'm one of those. I'm guilty of that. I have certain chores that I take care of around the house, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> Mindy and I have an agreement. I focus on some of this stuff, like building the website, like taking care of the, 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 the business, you know, Lotry Studios business and the podcasting stuff. And, uh, she allows me that time and she, she takes care of stuff so that I can take care of that. But certainly I, I know I have to help and, and I step in and do that when it's needed. Uh, obviously, does it sound like I have a guilty conscience? A little bit, maybe. A little bit, maybe, but you know, then again, I worked like 10 hours a day on the, on the website. So you'd stop justifying it, Jason. Stop it. Anyway, women are awesome. Let's just say that 80% say they are more confident in their home improvement abilities than they were five years ago. I think that's true. I think, look, I think also my, my sister, Stephanie would agree with this. Uh, she does all that stuff. David does not. Uh, and mostly because David just doesn't want to. You know, I'm not, me, I'm not talking crap about David because I'd love to not do a lot of it myself. Uh, but I know that in order to keep, uh, you know, the home going, you, you have to participate in that stuff. You just have to do it. You know, like last weekend, we did a bunch of projects and I was able to help out. I like being able to help out when I can. But uh, the ladies do become more efficient. I think men are working maybe a little more. They're out in, out in, the, out in the field. What do I know about other men? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Let's move on to the worst thing 
you've ever eaten. Reddit asked its readers that question. Here are a few of the responses. First one is fermented shark meat. Fermented. So that means it's sat, right? That means it's rotten. Fermented. Uh, another one says, I'm forced to eat smoked sheep heads every New Year's Day. Smoked sheep heads, bat. Uh, it's the worst thing about being Icelandic. Oh. Gee, why are you forced to? Who ma who's making you do that? Just because you're Icelandic means you have to? Is it a rite of passage? Is it a, is it a, like a, you know, a traditional holiday meal? What, what do you put on it? Mm. Silkworms is another one people ate. Silkworms, canned or roasted. They're a common food in Korea. They roast them as street food, and it smells like gym socks soaked in dog vomit. Ah, I love that, right? That's a really good imagination. But when have you ever done that so that you can compare it? Have you ever, listeners, smelled uh, uh, gym socks soaked in dog vomit? When does that combination ever happen? That's got to be like a blue moon type thing, right? Anyway, the canned ones are like eating a zit. Again, who's eating a zit? How can you say it's like that? Have you eaten zits? <laughs> have you? Woof. Gross if you have. But I get it. I, I understand the visual. I guess, you you know, this is a better way of saying it. it the canned ones are are like, would, would be like, or could be like eating zits. Unless you've eaten them and you know. Next one, when Chicken McNuggets have those stupid hard spots on them, ruins the meal. That's not so bad. That's the worst thing you've eaten. I was eating Doritos one time, and I got this one that looked like a piece of charcoal. Tasted like it, too. Again, with the, the reference, have you eaten charcoal? <laughs> right? I wasn't paying attention at the time, so I ate it. Couldn't get the taste out of my mouth for hours. Yeah, burnt. Anything burnt like that, it just sticks around. And then the last thing, I made macaroni and cheese once with expired mayo in, a, in place of, of the milk. What? Those are not the same thing. Different animal. Right? Mayo is made out of eggs. That's yikes. Desperate times, right? Desperate times call for desperate measures. We have new information to report. On to the wacky but true news. In Scotland, a farmer, oh, uh, that's, <laughs> I didn't erase that. That's from last week. Let me go ahead and erase that. That's the one about the dog, remember, that jumped in the tractor? Yeah. Still on the page. Let's move on. This one's not. Every year or two, we get mystery poop joggers, apparently. The most recent two were in the U.S., we're so proud of that, aren't we? Aren't we proud of that? Round of applause, everybody from the U.S. Yay. <laughs> Mystery poop joggers. The latest is in Sydney, Australia. The latest poop jogger has come to light after a resident put up an angry note accusing the mystery pooper or pooer of leaving human feces, what a name, what a word, feces, on their property in front of their garage. A picture of the note was then posted to Reddit. And then someone read it. 
Reddit. I don't get Reddit. I don't use it. I don't use Reddit. There's an image. Should I click it? Let's find out. I'm going to open the link. Look at the picture. There it goes. I'll read it to you. <clears throat> Dear mystery human pooer, we have installed this fence and a camera to hand over to police. We understand that COVID-19 is tough on everyone, but please stop shitting. Oh, cuss word. First one ever on our garage. Also, make sure you chew your food better and whatever it is that makes it. Oh, gosh. Sticky. Sticky. I'd like to get that. Uh, I'd get that checked. So whatever this person, this pooper, this pooper has sticky poop. Oh, that's anyway, it goes on. There is a toilet in the car park opposite Banana Joe's. What's Banana Joe's? What do you think it is? It's in Australia. Do you think they sell bananas? Do you think it's hats? I think it's like a hat store. Banana Joe's is a hat store. They definitely don't sell bananas. It's a hat store. Or maybe it's a smoothie joint. What do you think Banana Joe's is? Anyway, the, the note ends with, thank you for your cooperation. We appreciate it. All right, next weird story. Wacky but true. A Wisconsin man uh, has been charged uh, with arson. With arson. On, my, on March 19th, a fire was reported at a vac vacant home. Several fires were set on March 20th. Investigators were able to identify Michael L. Miller as a suspect. Pol police say Miller stated that he used underwear. <clears throat> Speaking of sticky poo... He used underwear to light the fires and that the underwear was taken from laundromats. Oh, he stole them. Ultimately, Miller admitted to setting 12 fires. He set fire to underpants. You think used underpants light up faster than clean ones? Next thing, apparently everything is a possible world record, like being hit in the face with wet sponges. Sounds fun. An Idaho man took 43 to the face to break a Guinness World Record. David Rush, who has broken more than 100 Guinness records to promote STEM education, went into the middle of his Boise street with Jonathan Hannon to attempt the unusual record. Hannon threw 54 wet sponges in an allotted 30 seconds time period, 43 of which successfully collided with Rush's face. The 43 hits were enough to break the previous record of 36 in the category of most wet sponges thrown in 30 seconds. What? That sounds like a, like a COVID-19 uh, thing to do, right? But apparently not. Somebody did it before, and, and now this guy did it. But, right? That's boredom. This proves that... There's no reason why you should ever be bored and not have a hobby and not have something to do. Hey, I got an idea. Let's call Guinness. I'm not talking about the beer manufacturer, although I might have had a few Guinnesses when I came up with this idea. Hit me in the face with wet sponges in 30 seconds. Let's see how many we can get. You know, and the people from Guinness, they come out and they have to record this stuff. What a job. I miss my calling. That's a cool job. What a job that would be, right? Oh, you, you got to call Carl. You got to go out to... Where the hell was this again? Let me look. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
I'm killing time here. Boise. Was it Boise? We're in the middle of his Boise street. Yeah, Boise. We got a call, Carl. A Boise guy out there. He's going to get some sponges and you've got to be there and blah, blah, blah. What about COVID? Do I have to wear a mask? A Tennessee man was arrested after he reportedly encountered the wrong home wearing a gorilla costume and scared a six-year-old girl, you jerk. A resident at the home confronted the man who took off running. Uh, he was soon located by officers. The man in the gorilla costume told officers he thought he was at someone else's home and was looking for another individual. <laughs> Interesting. Next thing here and last. A thief in India swallowed a gold necklace valued at $995. Was it Banana Joe's? Is that the store? Uh, anyway, he went to Banana Joe's. Just kidding. Not true. Uh, he, was, he was fed bananas, though, and special liquids to help it out of his body. Maybe that's the guy with the sticky poop. I mean, they're different countries, India and, and Australia, but... Uh, maybe that's the guy. Nah. We're moving on to water cooler question. In a survey, 61% of women think men should do this once a week, and it's not home improvement, right? We just talked about that. You love those callbacks, don't you? And I don't do this enough. I don't do it enough. It's call their mom. We're all bad about that, right? And I always have this weird thing, and, and I'm sure that you have your opinion about it, but my, my mom doesn't call me either. So, you know, whose responsibility is it? Is it mine? Is it hers? Shouldn't it be shared? Isn't a relationship a two-way street? But yeah, I guess I got to do it more because this this water cooler question says so. 61% of women think men should do this about once a week. Some men do it more. Some some men have real close relationships with their mom. I have a close relationship with her. I just don't I just don't call her very much. All right, let's get into the deep thought. And it is this. Use your eyes to see the possibilities, not the problems. So this is a good question for you. Are you are you one that sees more problems than possibilities? <clears throat> uh it depends for me. It really depends when it and this is this is silly, right? You should be you you should aspire to be good at even the stuff even the 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 when times aren't great. Right, you should aspire to be balanced and good, even when times aren't great. You should be, you should aspire to see the good, even when times aren't great. But most of us don't, right? We don't know how to handle the bad stuff. I'm totally one of those people. I don't when when it, when when stuff's going crappy, I'm feeling crappy. Uh, when stuff's going good, I can handle stuff a little bit better. Well, this is pickleball. Let's just use that as an example. When I'm playing good, I feel good. When I'm playing bad, I feel like poo poo. Right. Uh, like, okay, when I'm doing a job that I really enjoy, okay, when I'm creating a website and I really enjoy that process and things are challenging, I tend to work through the challenges and see all the little possibilities, not the problems. When I'm at work, the job I don't love as much as creating a website and podcasting and all that, uh, I get frustrated 
by the problems. And I, I see more of the problems, right? So that's a good one here. Use your eyes to see the possibilities, not the problems. Find that balance. Try to see the good. Try to see the positive. And, you know, if you believe in that whole thing, the law of attraction and all that, you'll attract more of that positive stuff, more positivity. All right, well, this has been a Low Tree Studios podcast. I encourage you guys to check out the website. It's, uh, it's coming together really, really nicely, and we are adding some incredible podcasts that we're very, very proud of. So we're going to continue that. Our goal is to continue to add one per week. And uh, part of that uh, that attractiveness is to build a really, really awesome website that any any podcast would be proud to be a part of. So I'm working very hard on that. And uh, hopefully our growth will extend to you, our listeners, and you'll start to really go, wow, they're really doing some cool stuff. I love the shows that they're bringing. So check out LowTreeStudios.com. I encourage you to do so. And that's it. That's it for this week's show. You lovely people have an amazing weekend and a great week and take care of your fellow travelers on planet earth. I'll be back next Friday with more weekly goodness. Cheers. Cheers.